Hey, y'all, welcome back to the Fire and Water Cooking Podcast. I'm Darren, I'm your host, and today we have returning guests, uh, Susie and Todd Bullock of Hey Grow Hay. They got some exciting stuff they're going to share with us. I can't wait to get them on, so I'll be right back with Susie and Todd Bullock of Hey Grow Hay. Smoking, grilling, getting hot and hotter, sous vide and chilling from fire and water. Hey all it's Darren and today I want to talk about the Inkbird Wi-Fi Rainproof 4 Pro Barbecue Thermometer that's brand new. The IBB Q4T has a rechargeable battery that can last up to 26 hours once it's fully charged and you can monitor it from pretty much anywhere with the 2.4 gigahertz Wi-Fi that it uses. It comes with the brand new Inkbird Pro app that you can monitor your meat and the temperature of the grill from pretty much anywhere from your house anywhere in the house from your office from the store driving down the street Inkbird makes some really awesome barbecue products and this one is no exception check it out below with the link to Amazon you can use the code that's listed for $30 off making it at only $70 check out Inkbird and all their products now back to the fire and water cooking podcast Welcome back to the Fire and Water Cooking Podcast. I'm your host, Darren, and I got special guests today, Susie and Todd Bullock of Hey Girl Hey. I've had them on before, and I welcome them back. Uh, Susie, you, if they don't know who Hey Girl Hey is, I mean, they've probably been living under a rock, but um, I want to <laughs> or, <welcome. laughs> or they haven't Googled a recipe for their smoker yet. Exactly, because <laughs> you're all over the place, and that's one of the things I was talking to Todd about a little bit before you came on is how busy you guys are. So let's talk about a little bit who you are, how you got started just briefly so that the people who don't know who you are can go back and listen to my other podcast episode. So I've been in the barbecue space for almost eight years now, specifically as a recipe developer. I work for a company that manufactured wood-fired smokers, and that's how I kind of fell into the world of wood-fired cooking. Started Hay Grill Hay just over five years ago, uh, retired job from, or Todd from his CPA career, and now he runs our product line, Patio Provisions, that carries our line of rubs and sauces and other barbecue accessories. And we also have an online barbecue school called The Grill Squad. Boom. Boom. There you go. That's it. <laughs> That's good. Because now if you want to know more, you can go back to the other podcast episode that uh, Susie was on uh, where she gets a little bit more detail. But that's one of the things I want to talk about. We talked about this a little bit before, but I want to kind of expand on it. You're, you're pretty much on all social media outlets where you've got a little bit of something and um, you know, you have your website that you have your, you started with your blog and your recipe school. And now you said you got the grill squad, which is a subscription yep. type uh, based product is uh, the backyard barbecue uh, on Facebook, the Facebook page for that. How, how does that fit into it? Is that part of the Hey Grill? Hey, how did that start? Cause you got, a separate Hey Grill Hey page as well. So the Hey Grill Hey page is kind of a fan page. You'll occasionally get more personal updates there. Backyard Barbecue started as a Facebook Watch channel back when Facebook Watch was launching a new platform and they invited me to be one of the test subjects for their Facebook Watch platform. Um, so that started specifically as a video channel and then they ended up rolling out all of the same monetization tools to both channels. So now you, if either one, you can find our videos and our recipes, but Hey Grill Hey tends to have a little bit more personal content on it. 
Yeah, I was noticing that the, that the backyard barbecue page has a lot of more followers to it. It's got over two million. So is that yeah. due to Facebook pushing it out there more? Um, yeah, just when yeah, just when they were launching their watch program, they were showing that page to everybody. Yeah, they kind of made that uh, wide open for the growth. That was pretty crazy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I know a couple other YouTubers that were invited to participate for a while, and I think they had some kind of program where it was like a six-month period or a certain time period, and they paid a certain amount of money, and they, you had to do a certain amount of videos and stuff. And some of them stayed. Some of them, you know, kind of backed off and went back to YouTube some. But, you know, I'm with you. I think you need to have some kind of presence in all social media, and it seems like you guys have a big presence in all of them, including your website still. I'm, I'm you know – still work a full-time job this is still part-time yeah. for me so it's kind of hard for me to like I try to do a blog but I, I find that that suffers the most uh, you know I do YouTube and I take my YouTube videos and I also put them on the uh, Facebook as well and I'm trying to expand both of those but I'm, 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 I'm juggling a lot of stuff but you guys seem to be everywhere how how, how does that dip into your uh, family life I mean because you guys are doing a lot yeah, we are doing a lot. Um, you know, it was initially just us. Well, it was initially just me. Todd has been really supportive, but when I said, hey, I want to do this thing, he was working full-time. We had three young children, and so I had to fit work in when I could, and not everything got the attention that it needed. It took me a couple of years to really start to get any kind of foothold anywhere, um, and when we really started to grow was when Todd actually took some of his own time after work too and would stay up late helping me edit videos. And as we continued to grow, we continued adding help. So we have people that help us schedule out our social media posts now and, you know, do some of the difficult back end things on the website that I'm not technically skilled enough to know how to do <laughs> because it's impossible to know how to do everything. And my strength really does lie in making awesome barbecue recipes. So we've been fortunate enough that those recipes have allowed us to build a business where we can hire other people that are passionate and great at what they do um, and, you know, help us manage our different social presences and edit our videos for us and help us film videos. And so, I mean, we've grown with the help of others for sure. That help's been huge because she, we could kind of see her creative fire starting to dwindle a little bit because yeah. she was so overcome by all of the logistical things of, of running this. So once once we finally got some people in place, so she created this huge thing she called her undo list. So what do I love what do I love doing and what do I you know I know is important but I don't love so much doing. And then we found people and grouped some of these undo items together and hired a couple people. And that was scary because you're taking you know, initially money out of your own pocket, really, to, to pay these people to do these things. But the growth that came from that and the freedom it gave her to be creative in the recipe development process and to be more herself on social media, on Instagram stories and different places, like it just, it just blossomed and bloomed. It was awesome. Yeah. Yeah. That's, I, I, I'm trying to do everything myself so I can really understand. And there's no way I could get anywhere near any kind of growth you know once I I'm kind of setting myself up to where I can re, you know retire here in a few years and then this can I can put a hundred percent effort into yeah. it and then maybe get to a point where I can hire some people to do some of the stuff that I don't like to do you know like I have a hard time with the SEO stuff you know with the yep. you know that's something I can't 
wrap my head around it. Take time. It takes time. That's even like with the blog. It takes so, so much, time. so much time and editing videos. I just now figured out I can, I can uh, edit my podcast where I can do a video podcast and edit it all at once as an audio and video podcast. It's, it's I was, I was double in, double in my work. I was video, you know, editing the video and then editing the audio podcast, you know, different. So now I'm combining a lot of that stuff, but I can understand how it could just, especially when you're trying to grow, it stunts your growth and, you know, you really don't have the time to do what you want to do or be as personable on your videos and stuff because you're just, you know, always got other things in your mind, you know, oh, now I got to go edit this. Now I got to go do this. I got to try to market myself. Yeah. What kind of, how, how many people do you have working for you now doing, doing some of the back, backwood stuff that you don't want to do? So Todd and I are both full-time. We also have three additional full-time employees. And then we have a couple of contract employees and we work with a couple different agencies that help us manage our ads and our SEO and um, some other big picture business. Yeah. Website technical stuff like that. Um, So we've kind of assembled our dream team around us. And it's like you said, you know, your bandwidth, really, you can only do so much. Right. Um, And I I like to think that I work pretty creatively and that my mind's pretty creative. And a lot of my best recipes come, you know, when I have the freedom to try a bunch of things and test a bunch of things. And that also takes a lot of time. And so, you know, really being able to devote my time into the stuff that I love the most is I think what has helped us to continue to grow. And I mean, I, like you said, you learn these little tricks about becoming more efficient. (laughs) And so (laughs) I got really good at using my time and I got really dedicated. So when I'm testing recipes on recipe days, like be careful coming into the kitchen because 17 things are happening at once. There's four different pots on the stove that are boiling different sauces. I have all of the spices out of the spice rack as I'm testing combinations. Um, And I get to do all those dishes. And That's another thing. I think part of Todd's full-time job description is my dish doer because he gets to help clean up. And so, yeah, it's, it's definitely been uh, a crazy journey as we've grown and there've been some growing pains and some times where I just am like, okay, I either have to burn it down or we need help because I can't (laughs) do any more. Well, but it's a good problem to have though, because you know that if you're that busy and you're that, you know, you're, you're that popular. So people are paying attention to you. And that's a good thing because, you know, you're developing a good fan base that you can, that are going to grow with you and they'll understand too. So, so let's talk about the grill squad. So that uh, has really started to, to catch fire for you. And um, so, so how did that, how did you end up putting that together? And, and what do you offer the grill squad people when they sign up for it? So we launched the grill squad almost two years ago. Actually, we launched the Grill Squad before we launched our product line because I noticed that there was a lot of information or barbecue classes online that really catered to the competition barbecue crowd. Um, And that is a very specialized skill set. And there were classes teaching you how to expertly trim a chicken thigh or how to cook a brisket for a competition barbecue box, how to build a box. Um, And I didn't know anybody that cooked that way in their own backyards. So I kind of felt like there, there needed to be something for people that were just as dedicated to backyard barbecue, but maybe didn't really necessarily care to jump into the the competition scene. They just wanted to make better barbecue for their families so that they could feed the people that they loved and bring people together. 
And so that's how the Grill Squad was born. Um, I think it was a lot of it was like we when we first got into this. So we didn't have anything other than a few forums and maybe a couple really cheaply made YouTube videos. Because I'm like, I want to learn how to smoke meat, but there really wasn't anything out there. And so we wanted to create a course that we felt comfortable with that when we were looking, if we would have had this, this would have been it. This would have really helped us. This is the food we wanted to make. Right. So I got it pulled up here so people can see it on your <laughs> website. And yep. um, so it kind of explains you got, so you got video courses. Do you also do like live, you know, especially only for the Grill Squad? Do you do? Um, we do. So the Grill Squad has a unique Facebook page and we do live videos within the Facebook page every single month. Um, the Grill Squad gets its own unique newsletter and discounts that uh, I come across and set up specifically for the Grill Squad. They also have a permanent discount to our product company, Patio Provisions. Look, we even have ourselves in the logo. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And I like, uh, I like Todd's hat there. Right? I got to look cool. Right? Yes. <laughs> um, and so there are four meat specific masterclasses. See, we cover brisket, we cover smoked chicken, we cover pulled pork and we cover pork ribs. There's also an additional meat masterclass on steak. Um, the different cuts of steak that you'll find at the store and different methods for preparing steak. We have a how how-to for meat buying essentially so people feel more confident going to the meat counter and getting the meats that they want um, and each of our master classes has a workbook that accompanies it that is packed full of information for the backyard enthusiasts you can follow along with video classes um, at the end of the master class workbooks that also includes barbecue journals so that you can track your specific cooks um, for each of those individual meats and take notes. And it's pretty great. We love the Grill Squad. Now, how long did it take you to put this together? Uh, we built it in two separate segments. So we first built it two years ago and launched it and it was integrated to the website, Hey Grill Hey. So it was under the Hey Grill Hey domain, but it was causing some issues with site speed and loading to have a really info heavy behind a paywall kind of a, a platform built into the website. So we just, took it off the website and relaunched it and it's bigger than better, bigger and better than ever. We just relaunched it in March, um, beginning of March. Yeah, like so a it's week only before been live again. Yeah. <laughs> it's only been live again for a couple of months and our community there, I think is the biggest asset. Um, you know, there's a ton of great information, which is awesome, but everyone is coming into that community either through Facebook or email or within the girl squad platform itself with, the best attitude. There's none of the occasional barbecue bravado that we see that's like, <laughs> oh, stick burners only, pellet burners, only, like whatever, you right. know, or my grandma did it this way, that's the only way. Everybody is so supportive and open and willing to share. And Todd and I are the moderators in the Grill Squad Facebook group. So we answer questions directly. We have live videos with Q&As monthly. Um, and it's kind of like this all access, all access pass to our barbecue brains, our barbecue philosophy and our barbecue family. And we love, we love our girl squad crew. Yeah. And that's a, that's a thing, you know, I, I, I'm in a lot of the barbecue groups, of course, on Facebook and you get that all the time, even in my, my group, which I concentrate on, you know, sous vide and barbecue working together. I still get the occasional barbecue meathead in there that's like, you got to use mustard, you know, as a binder for everything. You got to cook your brisket to 210, you know, that's just, 
beat up on there's people. only one way right? there's only one way and i'm so opposite of that i yes. i like to experiment i like to cook different things different ways 100 different ways and to me there's no perfect way or the only way to do it and that's what i kind of focus on and that's i think that's what since you have such a diversity of your um, videos and your recipes that's the kind of people that you attract yes you, you just don't show all right, here's how I'm going to cook a brisket on a stick burner, you know, like a hundred times the same thing, you know, which there's people that that's what they want, you know, um, yep. you know, competition cooking, you know, or where, you know, you're cooking it for a judging competition where they only want it a certain way, or there's very, very, you know, little room to wiggle or make it your yep. own, you know, um, I, I, there seems to be a lot of these type of, um, classes and stuff getting a lot more popular of course like with master class and there's a yeah. couple there's a couple barbecue ones out there now that like a lot of the com competition barbecue people are yeah. putting together but i think yours is so much different because it's it's focused on somebody cooking in his backyard and wanting to cook for their family not competitors yeah. or you know going there and, and seeing who's you know brisket got a 10 out of you know whatever it's right. it's, it's to actually please your family and your friends and that's what it's all about. And yeah. hold on, I'll, really fast. One thing that we say all the time is that this is designed to be a stepping stone. Yeah. You know, we don't care what you're cooking on. We'll give you guidelines for time and temperature. We'll give you guidelines on how to build your own rubs and sauces so that you can create flavor profiles that you like in your own home, in your own backyard. It's not some secret formula of three rubs and four sauces that you can only get for $12 a piece down at the local barbecue pro shop. It's very much designed to be a, a good foundation for better barbecue at home. Yeah, you're the one who knows your own tastes. And that's exactly. I try, to, I try to tell people all the time, create your own rubs. It's fine. I use you know store-bought rubs and pre-made rubs occasionally if I like them. But I, I love creating my own rubs because I know how much salt I like. I know how much sugar I like in a rib rub. I know how much pepper. I know how much, you know, my own palate and what my family likes. So I can adjust that, and um, it's it's very simple, and it's not, it, it's actually cheaper than going yeah. and you know paying you know for somebody's some big barbecue guy's rub that he, you know it's the same ingredients you could whip up yourself and probably you know adjust it to your own palate so much easier. And that's yeah. what's kind of fun is we actually I mean we're in the rub and sauce game too. We sell our rubs and sauces, but uh, most of our recipes are on the website. If you yeah. want to make them for free or just for the yeah. cost of ingredients, absolutely, please do that. And then you can customize it because even today we got an email from somebody who said, oh, that sweet rub is too spicy. But we'll get an email on the same day from somebody else that says, man, that sweet rub is too sweet. Like there's no <laughs> way with a bottled rub to be able to please right. every single person's palate. But when you are making something from scratch, you can taste, you can adjust. And that's actually another one of our master uh, classes in the grill squad is making your own rubs and sauces. Because I think it's such an important building block of barbecue. And it's something that really allows the backyard home cook to elevate their game and, you know, really bring a level of something they're excited about. But if they love our stuff and they would like to purchase it for convenience, totally an option. And like I said, I buy pre-made rubs too. I adjust pre-made rubs. I, you know, yep. a lot of people do. Somebody gave me a big thing of bad Byron's butt rub once and it, that stuff is so salty and <laughs> <laughs> I adjusted it, but you know, I, I could take that rub that's a pre-made rub and make it my own by, you know, adding some sugar to it or, you know, 
putting some garlic or something that knocks down the salt. So, you know, you can adjust store-bought rubs to your own taste as well. So it's just giving people the confidence to be able to, to you know, create their own taste or know what they're actually, what their taste is. That's what I love doing as well. So it was really cool. So we also do monthly challenges in the grill squad. So one, I think for May, the monthly challenge was to watch that masterclass about creating your own rub and sauce and coming up with your own and submitting the recipe. And then the, for the live video that month, Susie and I made those rubs and sauces and tasted them live and picked a winner. Yeah. So we had, so like, and so we do giveaways. Um, we're always giving our products away and we're finding people that want to partner with us that they'll want to do a specific discount code or, yeah. but it's really cool. Cause a lot of people after six months or so, you know, it's 75 bucks a year, but people will continue to pay that we found just because they want to stick in the community. They just right. want to stay there and they yeah. want, they want to be the person that's, you know, offering help in the Facebook group, you know, because they figured it out. And we actually saw it in action. We, we, in our new house, our neighbor joined the grill squad and he smoked his first brisket yesterday and he, he nailed it on it his awesome. first try. So like what we did with the master class is we've, we, you know, it took us five to 10 briskets until, you know, we really mastered the brisket and now even not even then. <laughs> yeah. We still don't master it, but like to the point where it's like, showable and edible to a crowd yeah. right but he he nailed it on his first try and he gave us some and we were able to share that with our family and our kids loved it and ate it and um just i i don't know i think the knowledge that she has in her brain and the way that she's able to um you know present that to people in video form it's just it's incredible and i think people catch onto that and they learn from it and they love it and I think that's why it's been so successful. When I think what you said the word that stuck out to me was confidence. You know when I started barbecue that was the one thing that I lacked the most and so every time somebody was coming over and I had to smoke something I was like I just tried this new thing I don't know it's I don't know if it's gonna turn out sorry I hope you like it sorry oh the ribs are tough all oh, this that you know um sorry the brisket's dry I have no idea what I'm doing because the, the resources <laughs> were just so thin um way back <laughs> it doesn't feel like eight years ago was a long time ago, but in the internet world, it kind of was. Um, and so now to see people who step into the game, just like I was for the first time and make something delicious that they don't have to be concerned about or like scared of or apologetic for that confidence is really valuable to, I think, a backyard barbecue person. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, that's my whole point of starting mine too, is to, you know, those a lot of the times people hear like the CV method, you know, CV method of cooking, they get scared and they're like, Oh man, that's something I'll, it's only, you know, high end chefs can do that. Um, and, and even with barbecue, the, Oh, only like Myron Mixon can make a perfect brisket. And, and our job is to make it so simple for them that they have the confidence to start and then try. And then when they start getting these little successes or, Hey, I almost got it, but they get interested in it and then they go, and then they try to learn more. And then, then, you know, six months down the road, they're out there, you know, cooking on their own and, yep. and getting a lot more confident. And yeah, I think that's, that's what excites me about it is when people come back and go, Hey, I tried your recipe, you know, that you had out there, you know, a couple months ago and I changed it a little bit. I made it perfect for me. And it's like, great. That's what I want you to do. That's um, the dream, right? Yeah. I don't want you to say, your recipe was the best, you know, I, I, you know, I want you to say I changed it a little or, you know, 
I did something just a little bit different and made it my own because that's yep. what I want people to do. So, so yeah, that's the Facebook group here is uh, your page is, is pretty much, it's got all your um, links to all your videos, of course, but you also have some other groups like the, the barbecue and grilling recipes, tips and tricks. I know yep. you have that one going on and you got the Hey Grill Hey. Um, how, now, do you have people that manage all that stuff for you or do you guys physically go in and manage? I am you? on Facebook every day. <laughs> <laughs> um, we do have a social media manager that helps with the scheduling. So when I get a post published, a new recipe is coming out and the post hits the website. Um, we have a social media manager that helps us ensure that it goes out to all of our social media channels. Um, but I'm definitely still on there every day, helping answer questions, engage with comments and, you know, be a part of the, the kind of culture of Facebook. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Now do you also, when you release a video, you release it on all, all platforms at once. Do you stagger them? Do you put it we on? We stagger it. A little bit. It usually hits YouTube first and then Facebook about an hour later and IGTV is typically around the same time as Facebook. Gotcha. Um, all right. Well, I want to talk about this, the latest thing here and I want to share the screen here. So hopefully I share the right screen this time and not the wrong one. There we go. <laughs> so this just came out back in um, June 26, wasn't it? Yeah. When the episode came out. And um, I'm really, I was really excited about it. I watched it and loved it. And um, uh, how was this episode on the Food Channel? Uh, how did it affect you guys? Um, I mean, this was kind of a real fulfillment of a dream for me. <laughs> when I first got uh, started with Hey Grill, Hey, the website itself, um, I kept brainstorming ways I could get my name out there or brainstorming ways I could tell more people about the website. You know, you're always working on growing your brand presence and, and so people will come check you out and see what, what you're all about. And so I started emailing local um, lifestyle TV shows and just saying, hey, I do this thing. Um, I was actually in a competition at the time. I entered my recipe into a national like meat comp, like meat recipe competition. And I was in the final eight of this competition. So I emailed and I was like, Hey, maybe me and a couple other Utahns that are in this competition could come on and do a segment. And I kind of pitched the idea to, I think four different, uh, TV lifestyle shows. And I didn't hear back from any of them for like two weeks. I was like, oh, this is terrible. <laughs> but one emailed me back and they said, uh, how about you just come on? Why don't you just come on and we can do something? And I was like, okay. Uh, I kind of pitched it as a group thing because I was a little bit terrified to go on TV as just me. I'd never done anything like that before. I'd never cooked on television before. Um, I panic dyed my hair bright red. Like I went, to I'm not kidding. I went to the grocery store, bought a box of like, Ariel Little Mermaid red hair color. Dyed my hair red the night before I went on TV for the first time. I was very nervous. I don't know what I was thinking. Um, but I went and did this TV segment and it was like instant energy. It was one of the most fun things I had ever done. Um, I didn't even hit all of the talking points. I invited people to my house and timed myself. I rehearsed the whole thing through so that I could get feedback. I was seriously so like distraught about having to do this show. Um, but as soon as the cameras turned on and the lights turned on, it was like 
go time. And I was laser focused and it was just the most fun. It was awesome. I walked off of that stage and I told Todd, I was like, I want to know how to do that. Like, for a living like that was the most fun I can remember having in a very long time and it kind of grew from that moment to like I I'm gonna figure out how to get on Food Network like I'm gonna have my own Food Network show one day and Todd was like that seems unlikely <laughs> but cool <laughs> um and so to to be sitting here five years later and even have that page pull up on the internet is absolutely mind-boggling it's been a long five years and there's been a lot of ups and downs getting to that point. You know, I was on barbecue brawl last summer. I've judged a couple of food network TV shows. I've been on beat Bobby Flay and lots of little things. Um, but never did I have my own show. And so to, to see that dream fulfilled is really, really cool. So I watched it and it was great, but I did watch the credits that I did see Bobby Flay's name there as one of the, producer so yeah so was he he was involved in getting that um uh, show for you or so he actually owns the production company called that produced my show so rock shrimp is one of bobby flay's you know businesses and they produce beat bobby flay and they also produce barbecue brawl and that was the show that i was with bobby on last summer so that's how we met and you know my introduction to his production company kind of started and it was such a great experience working with them on Barbecue Brawl, like incredibly professional, very timely. Everything was so organized that when they called up and said, hey, can we talk? I was like, yes, I would love to work with you guys some more. It was a great, it was a great production company to work with. Well, I want to make sure everybody knows that they can watch the episode. It's on the Food, uh, Food Network app. I know I've watched it. That's where I watched it because I missed it when it came out live yeah. on, the, on the show. But unfortunately, but I watched it a couple times just uh, to, to make sure I didn't miss anything. But <laughs> how, how was it having that at, shot at your house, though, with your family there and all that? Uh, it was amazing shooting it with our family. It actually was not my home home that we filmed it in. Um, I, we had to shoot on location simply because not every house and every kitchen is conducive to a full production <laughs> right. crew. Right. Um, you mean you don't have a full, you know, studio type kitchen? I don't have a studio kitchen. I don't have 20 we, foot tall ceilings yeah. where we can put swinging lights above. Um, but it was really close to our home. Um, it was just a cute little like three acre homestead ranch that was uh, is it five something minutes that, from our house. Have, is it something they have set up to do this kind of thing at? Or Yeah, it's, uh, it's a kitchen that they use for instructional purposes and classes. And it's, it's really an amazing space. Um, so I was grateful to, you know, have that be my home for the day as we filmed with our studio. <laughs> but I really do think the most special thing was having my family because, you know, when your family's there, it feels like home no matter where you are. Right. And so to have them there filming with us that day, and we really were celebrating my daughter's birthday. Um, that's what the whole episode is about was steak and cake. And she picked the menu for that day. And I thought there was nothing better in the world than, you know, we're all about feeding your family. That's, that's one of the main tenets of the entire website and all of our social channels is to help people make better barbecue so they can feed the people they love. And so to have my daughter be the one that got to hand select the menu, she picked her cake, she picked the steaks, <laughs> mm -hmm. um, she picked the sweet potato stacks. To have her have that level of involvement was really special um, for me as her mom. And I think it'll be a good memory for her to have forever too, because that moment in her life is now documented forever. Right. It's pretty cool. The, well, the show itself, it just really drove home the fact to me that how, how cooking 
is a family thing can be it can bring the whole family together and the way you taught you know showed how you cooked the steaks and, and did the cake and how you, it really showed how the whole family can get involved and be you know this is why we do what we do this is why you cook to, so you can you know please your family and have you know your family over and celebrate things so yeah it was, it was really an awesome episode and um, I, like i said i watched it a couple times and it's a great episode. It just really reflects you guys too. You know, from watching your videos throughout the years, I've seen how you, you always are a great teacher first and you're always about family and, you know, your family working together, Todd quitting his job to help <laughs> you, uh, you know, do this. And um, it's all about family and that's the way it should be. Yeah. The reaction was really cool. Like I was, I'm logged in on my phone to all of her social media accounts so I can go help her answer questions. And sometimes I'll be answering her uh, direct messages and stuff, but just to see the, the amount of people that came in, there was this huge like flow of new people that had been watching the show right before and were like, wow, you're, you're just adorable. And I, I love you and I can't wait for more episodes and you've got, you've got a new Instagram follower. So we saw a lot of that, but mostly we saw people that already like cheered us on and supported us just like still there, still cheering us on and supporting us even louder. And it was just really awesome to see that support. Yeah. And they're, and they're telling their friends and family about you as well. Saying, Hey, I know that person, you know, <laughs> yeah. I, I deal with them on Facebook or whatever, but yeah. yeah, I mean, it's, it's really, it's, it was great to see that. And I hope, I hope that they, you know, come out with some more episodes. I know that's kind of up in the air right now, but um, yeah, coronavirus and you know, everything. Like, yeah. Nobody's filming anything right now, actually. Oh, I know. <laughs> yeah. It's the world's uh, you know, going crazy, but I'm yeah. hoping that it uh, settles back down here soon and we can see more episodes and it'll help you guys grow even more. And uh, Ed, is there any other projects you got going on besides that huge one right there? Um, as far as, about. as far as TV goes, um, there's a, there's a couple things here and there kind of minor. I mean, uh, but there were a couple big things she was going to be a part of that just they caught like last week she got the call and said we're not even doing it because we yeah. can't do it yeah. so yeah I mean we just kind of have to keep doing our own thing and we are we are filming one thing from our house for a for a show that'll happen you know in the next couple months and we'll announce more when when we can on that but yeah. so that that'll be fun it's just a small segment uh, it's not a big deal but I mean, we're, we're trying to really latch on to what our YouTube uh, videos are going to be like, uh, kind of different, less of Susie standing in the kitchen and at the grill, like instruction. And we want more kind of like YouTube handheld behind the scenes, more family, more family involved. <laughs> I, I don't know. We're still trying to hone in on exactly what we want it to look like. So the first few videos we do from here on out might be a little awkward but I think it's gonna be fun <laughs> so are you trying to do something a little different for YouTube only or is that is that how you're gonna do it or well we have videos filmed like I said we batch do we batch film and produce things a lot so we have videos filmed through July but you know we have people that come and help us film and so now we're it's just us. We get to do everything again. It's like we're going backwards a little bit. Um, so yeah, we're just trying to figure out our new style. I think everybody's adjusting right now. Everybody's figuring out, you know, how do we keep making awesome content in this time? Right. And so we're testing a couple new different styles of videos. So if you watch them, you guys will have to give us some feedback. They're going to be a little bit different than our, you know, 
we call them stand and stirs before where it's just me right. standing and, you know, <laughs> presenting the food in a little bit more dynamic. And uh, we actually just filmed a recipe that I had never cooked before. So it was kind of a fun, like, let's hang out and see how this works <laughs> kind of works. a situation. Yeah. Because yeah. people don't see behind the scenes on testing days. They just see the beautiful finished product with the lovely photos. And um, so it was kind of fun to film a video that was new and that, you know, I'm saying, I think it's going to take this long. Let's see what happens. <laughs> yeah, I've done some experimental videos before and they seem to be, you know, some people hate them, some people like them. <laughs> You know, when you're like, hey, I've never done this before. Let's try it out. And if it works, it works. If it doesn't, yeah. you know, oh, well. And uh, I've, I've had those type of videos before. So, yep. yeah. Um, Our whole business is an experiment. And honestly, anytime you put anything on social media, some people are going to hate it and some people are going to love it anyway. So why not make yeah. fun new things, right? <laughs> exactly. You can't please everybody. and You never will. No, no matter what you do, it doesn't matter. You're going to make somebody mad. So yep. <laughs> the good thing about, you know, what you're doing and, and, you know, you can, you don't have to go to an office. You don't have to, you know, you can do this stuff at home and put it up on the internet and, and still flourish and grow because people are staying home and cooking more. They're not going out to dinner, you know, they're, they're, they're doing that yep. a lot less. So they're actually have to cook and they're interested in cooking. That's all. That, that's my whole thing is I want people to be interested in cooking and making their own food and experimenting. And um, I think with all the growth of the backyard uh, cookers in these last 10 years, with the, the pellet grills and, you know, all yep. these different types of, you know, the flat tops and everything that's coming out geared towards the, uh, the backyard and people cooking in their own yards is amazing and it, it helps us people like us grow so no we yeah. definitely know we've been riding that wave and we're super grateful for it um because we've been on it as well i mean that's how we got on you know the the this wood-fired pellet smoker company dropped one off on our front porch and said "Susie, we need five new recipes a week so we <laughs> we were on that you know as it was starting to grow like we were on there learning how to do it and uh, we've just been super blessed and uh, super accepted by this whole community and we it's just been an awesome ride yeah yeah and that's um, I'm glad you guys were able to come back on I'm really glad about the uh, grill power show on Food Network everybody check that out make sure you check out hey grill hey make sure you check out it on Facebook YouTube their website check out the grill squad make sure you check out everything with Susie and Todd in it thank you <laughs> yeah there's lots to check out. Give yourself. A <laughs> there <minute>. is. And <laughs> that's why I said you guys are all. You're everywhere, and you're, you know, I'm sure your time is, um, you know, spread really thin. I want to thank you guys for being on. Is there anything oh, else you guys want to touch on before we uh, hang it up? I don't know. Thanks for having us. Yeah. We're grateful to be here. I mean, um, you know, we love doing podcasts and we love doing interviews and we love talking to people that share similar interests. So you know, there's a Julia Child's quote that people who like food are always the best people. And I think it's like three times that for people that love barbecue, because we're all so excited about what we do. And we're all so passionate about the stuff that we get to make. And so it's our pleasure to be here and to have, you know, conversations with you about food and family and, you know, doing all these fun things we love to do. Yeah. This is when we're passionate about it and we'd like to spread it and, and get everybody else involved and, Get them passionate about it as well. So. Oh yeah, it's like a big family. The more, the merrier. We want more people cooking and more people barbecuing. So that means it's a bigger family for us. It's not a competition. It's um, just something you know everybody can get involved in and have fun and you know yeah. take care of their families and and produce great food. So, well, thanks again, guys, for being on. Uh, 
make sure you check them out on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, everywhere. I don't know about Twitter. I'm not a big Twitter guy. So do you guys we put our recipes up there, but it's it's probably not our biggest presence. I think if yeah. anybody wants to just get a quick overview of what we do, head to the website first, takerealhay.com. We have over 400 recipes on there. I can almost guarantee you can find something you want to try and cook this weekend. Um, and then we'd love to have you wherever else you are. <laughs> well, thanks again. I appreciate both of you guys for being on and we will see you again on the next episode. Well, thanks again for joining us on the Fire and Water Cooking Podcast. I want to thank Susie and Todd Bullock again of Hay Grill Hay for being on. I know they're busy. They, uh, make sure you check them out on their website, haygrillhay.com, on Facebook, Instagram. Uh, follow them on YouTube as well. they got a lot going on, but they produce some really, really awesome uh, content. Uh, and they're very personable and friendly. Uh, make sure you check us out on, on Facebook on our group and our page. Make sure you follow us on our YouTube channel. Also, make sure you like and review our podcast because we're fast growing. Uh, I really appreciate all you guys who are listening to us on a regular basis. And I can't wait to bring you more episodes. I'll see you again on the next Fire and Water Cooking Podcast. <laughs>